on Elvis's body being found under a bridge in California. What's your call there? Lace them or replace them? Is that true or not? I have not heard anything about this, but I'm going to replace them because Graham used to tell me that Elvis died in her bathroom pooping. So that body is dead and buried out in Graham and Gramps' backyard. <laughs> replace them. Starts with E and Z. Is that talk with a couple of goobs? Fantasy football, mateys, and understand. Hello and welcome to the EZ Talk Fantasy Football Podcast featuring Eric Lee and Zach G. Coming to you from the EZ Talk Studios in Ohio. What is going on, Fantasy Fools? Welcome to the Week 8 edition of the Easy Talk Fantasy Football Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything fantasy-related. I'm Eric Lee. And I'm Zach G. we got B-Shade behind the glass. Hey, hey. And we've got some cool stuff for you this week. I actually had a big shout-out. I'm going to leave that for our man ADK to hit one when he comes on his segment. Um, but uh, a lot of stuff going on. Don't forget about our Twitter, at Easy Talk Football. Hit us up with your questions. Hit up, us up with your tweets. Why don't you hit this week's big news, Lee? Yep, there's a couple things fantasy owners want to know to be successful in week eight. The first thing is this, who has the buys? And uh, Buffalo Bills, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Philadelphia Eagles, and our Washington Redskins all take a break in week eight, so pay attention. Um, A couple notable injuries in week seven, and I only have two for you, which is good news, really. And the first is Arian Foster. He torn his Achilles. He's out for the season. Tough break for owners of Arian Foster. And also Vincent Jackson. He left in the middle of a game, so you want to keep a close eye on him to see if he's going to be uh, uh, shagging balls in Tampa Bay this week. Uh, week 7 also uh, had Joseph Randall leaving the game early with an oblique injury. Things at this point are not looking good for him. And um, in a backfield with a ton of questions, this only puts a bigger question mark on what the Cowboys are going to do. So you want to keep a close eye on that situation. Um, week 8, really, uh, the story, the big storylines are who is uh, going to come back and be fantasy re- relevant and... Um, Again, it's reported Big Ben is coming back this week, but I actually believe it this week. I think he's coming back. Um, The Packers are expecting Devontae Adams to come back. And here's a big story out of the Lone Star State. Des Bryant practiced for the first time this week, so he may be suiting up and catching balls for my man, Matt Castle. Brandon Whedon. Or Jerry Jones may step in and throw the ball there. That's this week's news. All right, thanks for that big news. Now we're going to go to our section where we get to tell you what we got right last week. You should have listened. Now I guess I should have listened. That's right, folks. We're still rolling with that Nickelback intro. All right, so my favorite part of the show, I get to tell you what I got right. And boy, did I nail it last week. I'm going to give you the top two that I think um, were my biggest hits. Stefan Diggs, the wide receiver out of Minnesota, had six receptions. For 108 yards and a touchdown, he was electric, a top 10 play on ESPN, so uh, you definitely saw that one. And another guy that I called, Rashard Matthews, three receptions for 75 yards and a touchdown. Another guy that I thought was going to have a big week, and it turned out he did. Um, I know you got a lot right, Lee, so why don't you tell us uh, what you got? It was actually kind of amazing. I got, I was 4 for 4 in picking 
which teams were on buys. Hey, that's 100%. You can't, you can't do much better than that. You can't. Hey, so you heard it right there. Let's go on to this week's Sneaky Sleepy Picks. Housekeeping, you want me for pillow? Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. I'm going to start off with a sleepy pick. The running back for the Ravens, Justin Forsett. He's a big name from last year. He struggled the past two weeks, only put up 11 points in the last two weeks, but he had tough matchups. Went up against the Cardinals last week, who have a real stout run defense. But this week, he's got a cake matchup versus a 32nd run defense in the Chargers. Um, his last home game, he put up 25 fantasy points. He's home again against the Chargers. I really look for Justin Forsett to have a big week this week. Yeah, sounds good. I want to talk about a wideout first, and that's one Marvin Jones. Um, he uh, plays second fiddle to A.J. Green in Cincinnati. But here's the thing. He's seeing a lot of routes. Um, he's becoming a big part of that Bengals offense, which is very high-powered under the redhead Dalton. And he's facing the Steelers this week. And they, they allow 21.4 fantasy points to opposing wideouts. So um, I'm not saying Jones is going to get all those, but there's a good chunk of them to get. And he should uh, see double digits this week. So I really like him this week against the Steelers. <coughs> I like all the Bengals this week, actually. Um, I'm going to do another running back, formerly known as CJ2K, but now he's known as Chris Johnson, and he is the running back for the Cardinals. He's $7,300 in FanDuel this week, and he is absolutely on fire. He's the 10th ranked overall running back this season. He's had 18 carries last week for 122 yards and a touchdown, and this week they play your Cleveland Browns. They're the 30th ranked run defense and they gave up an average of 25 fantasy points to running backs. He's a stellar play this week, so get him in your lineup. Yeah, he's been fun to watch. Interesting <laughs> stat I heard about him. Uh, a couple years ago, he was the league's leading rusher. Then he kind of fell off the map, and wouldn't it be a cool thing if he came back and led the league in rushing this year, which he, which is a big possibility. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about another receiver, and that's DGB, Doriel Green Beckham. The man from University of Mizzou. Um, it's a risky play, I know, but I'm not afraid to call it. And I think he could uh, reward you big time this week. He scored zero points last week. That's not going to happen again this week. He faces a soft Houston secondary. And especially if Mariota is back, keep a close eye on Marcus's status. Because if Mariota comes back, I think DGB is going to catch a touchdown. Hey, here's another wide receiver for the Rams, Tavon Austin. He didn't have a good week last week. He's kind of dropped off, but I think that he is going to be a man this week. Playing the 49ers with a 30th ranked defense against the wide receiver, and he's leading the team in targets, so he's going to get his this coming week. I'm going to go out on a limb and make a bull call. I'm calling seven receptions for 115 yards and two touchdowns this week for Tavon Austin, and one of those is probably coming on the ground. Wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised. Um, people are calling me crazy about this next pick, and that's my man Smokin' Jay Cutler. He's coming off a bye week, um, and look, the Vikings have been pretty good. Their defense has been pretty good, but here's what I like. They're coming off that bye week, and Smokin' Jay is going to get his weapons back. He's going to have Alshon, he's going to have Royal, and we know he's not afraid to sling it. He'll throw it whenever, wherever, however, and I expect to see him do it a lot this week. Hey, and they used Forte in that past game a lot too, so he's a... He's somebody that, and he's played well this season despite injuries. Well enough. <clears throat> All right, I've got a tight end for you from the Saints, Ben Watson. He was on my like list last week. He had an okay week. Um, I think he scored like seven fantasy points. Nothing to, uh, to really set the world on fire. But this week, 
he is going to be a beast. He's playing the Giants, who are the 29th defense against the, t the tight end, and he's had touchdowns in two of the last three games. So he's a great play this week, and I like his value at $5,400. We've had a lot of people asking us, uh, a lot of Arian Foster owners, who do we replace Foster with? A lot of people are saying Blue. Look, here's what I'm going to tell you. It's not going to be Blue who you need on your roster this week or moving forward. It's actually the guy that's going to be in the posing backfield in Week 8, and that's my man Antonio Andrews. Yeah, he look, he was a top 20 RB in Weeks 3 and 5. <clears throat> didn't put up a bunch of points but respectable numbers and here's what I like about him he's really good after contact he's hard to bring down and he's slowly but surely picking up steam as the Titans uh, go-to guy in the backfield and I think he, he's only got upside from here on out and I think he's the guy you get to replace Foster I don't think you go with blue because they're gonna have a big time um, running back by committee there and blue is not gonna get all the carries there so I like Andrews this week and moving forward and we told you last week quit trying to make Sankey happen it's it's done I mean Sankey had like uh, two carries last week so he's not the guy you've got to get it switched over to Antonio Andrews all right I know you're the stack man Lee but I I've pulled up a stack for you and a little bit of FanDuel um, daily fantasy strategy that I want to throw out our listeners the stack that I'm gonna call out this week is Teddy Bridgewater and Stefan Diggs Teddy Bridgewater is 6900 Diggs is 6700 this week for a combined price of $13,600 for the two of them now that's important because they are putting up together an average of 31.5 points that stack combined. Now the reason I tell you that is because when you're looking for value in daily fantasy, you want to get a stack or you want to get players that perform and score the most points for as little dollar amount. For instance, if you're paying $500 per point, then you're going to have an average score of about 110 points for your team in that week. The reason I like this stack is you're paying $430 per point with this stack, which comes up to about 140 points if every player on your team has that type of value. That is wins a lot of FanDuel leagues. So that's something I want you guys to keep in mind as you're looking at that stack and at stacks in the future. Just to give you an idea, if you're paying $450 or less per point, then you have a pretty good value there. Yeah, sounds good. Come on, guys. It's not rocket science. Um, I want to hit you with a stack, and that is... Fitzpatrick and Marshall, my boys from New York. Um, Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick is coming off a season high in passing yards, and Brandon Marshall is, I mean, a lot of people thought he was going to drop off for the Jets, and he's not done that. I mean, he's put together a big streak of 100-yard games, and that fell off last week, but I think he comes back this week and starts that streak again because he's going against the Raiders, the worst passing D in the league. So Fitzpatrick to Marshall all day. Hey, and something to throw in there, I ran the numbers for you on that one. They, together, that stack, they put up about $448 per point. So it's a it's a value play there as well. Sounds good. All right, hey. Beat it with a stick. <laughs> Let's head on into the next segment where we bring on our man from the West, Andy Kay. All right, folks, here we are for my favorite segment of the podcast. We get to bring on our West Coast analyst, the analyst, Andy Kay. Welcome on, Andy. What's up, guys? N2M. Hey, we're going to jump right into it this week, and I want to start with a big-name quarterback. That's the number one cheesehead, Aaron Rodgers. What are we doing with him? Lace him or replace him? 
Yeah, this was a tough one, actually. He's facing Denver, but um, I don't know how you can go wrong with Mr. Discount. Double-check himself. Lace him. Facing the number one defense in Denver at mile high. Uh, they're allowing 7.8 points to opposing QBs, so they've been pretty lights out this year. But they've got James Starks, who's uh, running the ball pretty well. they got a ground game going. That double-headed monster is going to cause all sorts of problems for Denver. Um, I do think there are better options in Daily Fantasy League, but you know what? Lace them. Okay, all right. And uh, another quarterback that I'm I'm kind of questioning right here, Flying Ryan Fitzpatrick. Lace them or replace them on Ryan Fitzpatrick, my man. Guys, this was a tough one as well, but I'm going to lace him this week. Wow. Um, you know, it, he's coming off back-to-back big games at 20 points or more. He's going up against a pretty soft Oakland uh, defense. Um, they're 22nd against QBs in uh, fantasy formats. Plus, that Fitzpatrick-Brandon Marshall connection has been golden this year. Uh, Marshall gives him a nice safety valve, and uh, he's pretty unstoppable in the red zone. So, lace him with Fitzpatrick. Sounds good. And, I like that call. And, and Lee even talked about that stack to uh, play in Daily Fantasy. A great call there. So, And we got time for one more quarterback. Well, um, what about Matthew Chunky Stafford? Lace him or replace him? <laughs> replace the chunk. Uh, <laughs> although he's playing pretty well, he's had back-to-back good games. Uh, he's got too many variables going into this week that I don't like. Uh, games across the pond in London. He's got a new offensive coordinator. Uh, offensive coordinator. Uh, goes by the name of Jim Bob Cooter. I can't trust a guy with that name. Let's replace him. Where'd they get him from? Do you know? Is he from down south or where? Louisiana? I think they got him. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure on this, but um, I think he may be from uh, the Waltons. Okay. <laughs> Jim Bob. All right, night, Jim Bob. All right, let, hey, let's jump over to some running backs because I really think that there's some uh, plays there and some big questions, especially um, – coming off of buys and things like that. Matt, I look like I'm 40 Forte. Lace him or replace him on him? <laughs> Matt Forte, I got to lace him this week. Uh, he's playing against the solid Vikings defense. They're ranked six against running backs this year. Um, but Minnesota is yet to see a good running back so far. So I think those numbers are a little skewed. Um, Forte gets used on the ground and through the air. Um, look for him to be in the end zone a lot this week. Let's go ahead and lace Matt Forte. What about out in San Francisco? Carlos hide and seek. Lace him or replace him? Guys, I'm going to put Carlos in hiding this week. Replace him. He's nursing a stress fa- uh, stress fracture in his foot. Um, he hasn't been able to get things going since that monstrous game one. Um, he does play St. Louis, who is ranked 18th against running backs. Uh, I think they're better than what their numbers say. Not to mention... San Francisco's got Kaepernick at the helm. Uh, he's just struggling all year. I think they're going to shut him down, and the running game's not going to get any better because of it. So replace him. Yeah, they look like they're struggling quite a bit. It's uh, even talks of Kaepernick being the scapegoat there, so it's it's probably um, a little bit risky. All right, how about this guy? Another running back, Darren Rolling a McFaddy Fadden. You high on McFadden this week? I'm passing on McFadden. I'm not buying the fat. Replace him. He did recently win the starting job, and he's coming off a huge game with 152 rushing yards on 26 carries. So they used him quite heavily when he did step in. But he's going up against Seattle. They're second against running backs. They're legit. They're no joke. Um, Their offense isn't likely to get things going through the air now that they got Castle back there calling the shots. 
The only bright side is they might be getting Des Bryant back sometime soon. So, you know, with the pass game, can see any increase there. Uh, might help McFadden's stock, but I'm not buying in just yet. Replace him. Okay, uh, let's move on to some wideouts, and I want to start with T.Y. Paris Hilton. Lace him <laughs> or replace him? Replace T.Y. Hilton this week. He is coming off back-to-back games uh, with a touchdown. Um, he was having a pretty lackluster performance up to this point, but uh, he is facing uh, North Carolina this week. They're third against receivers in fantasy. Um, he's likely to see a lot of Josh Norman, who is without a doubt the best corner in the NFL this year. He's going to shut down the Speedy Hilton. Um, you know, I'm thinking he's maybe a wide receiver three this week if you've got him. Replace him. So now, just kind of a little side note, if, if Hilton's get shut down, who are you rolling with in that offense? Is, is Andre Johnson the guy that you want as far as a receiver there or anybody? I'm not – you got Dante Moncrief. He might be an option because he's a bigger guy. But, um, you know, I, I just don't trust him against that, that strong uh, uh, North Carolina defense. Plus, they're undefeated. They're playing with a little extra uh, spirit. So – I'd probably stay away from any Indianapolis receivers this week. Okay, so you're replacing all of them. All right, how about Okum Okum Emmanuel Sanders? Are you lacing him or replacing him? Emmanuel the Colonel Sanders, lace him. I like him this year. He's averaging almost 11 targets a game. Uh, Peyton's seen a little decrease in that arm action this year, and he can't get the ball out uh, you know, past 20 yards too often, so that's a perfect uh, uh, place for Emmanuel Sanders to score points. Um, he's going up against Green Bay. Uh, their secondary is pretty legit this year, but we know that Green Bay likes to send their linebackers in like crazy. So look for Sanders to come across the middle, steal a bunch of uh, easy short targets, and a lot of yards after catch this week. Place them. Okay, hey, one more here for you. How about that dirty Cincinnati Bengals D? Lace them or replace them? Guys, this was a good one uh, for this week, especially with our field reporter, the Colonel Kretz, going out and uh, getting, you know, firsthand experience and a, a word from the Bengals. We got Laysom this week with Cincinnati. My man Reggie Nelson himself gave us a shout-out. We've got it on our Twitter. Laysom all day. They're only giving up 20 points a game. Averaging an interception per contest. Um, they forced a couple fumbles this year, four to be exact. They're trying to stay undefeated like the, the Panthers, so they're going to be giving that extra effort. This week they're playing against Pittsburgh, so uh, Big Ben might be back. If he is, looks to be rusty, so the Bengals are going to capitalize on that. I'm going to lace them. All right. Hey, and we really appreciate that field reporting by the Colonel. All right, each week you know I like to hit you with a bonus question, and uh, this week I think I found one that's really going to take you off guard. Are you you ready for me to throw one at you? Let's do this. Okay. With the call last week of Marty McFly's mom, and you said lay some on her, um, I couldn't agree more. Now I have a real big question. Madonna, Katy Perry, dirty dancing on stage together. Lay some or replace them on that? another one I gotta lace all day the only thing that would be better is if that's a Super Bowl halftime show with Taylor Swift in there lace them all right old call with the age difference I'd love to old see them call. shake it off okay folks that's gonna wrap it up uh, for the week eight edition of the easy talk fantasy football podcast we love having you every week um, devoted listeners eating it up uh, we're gonna keep it coming so until next week live large peace